Hey, it's Nick, and welcome to your Daily Dose. You never know which part of a book is going to affect you. Maybe it's a specific character's journey, or maybe it's a simple turn of phrase, or maybe it's a turn of phrase uttered by a really good voice actor. That was the case for Bob in this episode. Enjoy. I'm listening to Game of Thrones, uh, and which is amazing, but it's like 38 hours a book. It's just a, a major Oh, you're commitment. listening to the books. Yeah, Got it. Yeah. yeah. Which did you ever watch the show? Oh yeah, I watched the I watched the whole series, and the amazing thing is that the book matches the series almost perfectly. Like, and the person who's reading this book is such a genius at, at reading. I wish I could recall his name, but he's such a brilliant character actor that every one of these gazillion characters has a different voice, and oh. I can recognize them on sound, right? But one of the, the questions that was posed by this manipulator of politics uh, to a lord was the scenario that there's, there's a man with a sword, and he's going to kill somebody, and he's surrounded by three people. One is a priest, one is a king, and one is a very rich man. And the priest tells the man with the sword that he'll get all the glories of heaven if he kills the other two. And the rich man tells the man with the sword that he'll be the richest man in the kingdom if he kills the other two. And the king says that you'll have the largest kingdom within my kingdom and all the riches that you could ever want, and you will rule if you kill the other two. Who dies? Oh, I think you have to kill all three. <laughs> so the guy in the middle gets nothing. Yeah, but the other, whoever you let live is always going to be suspicious of you. Oh, <laughs> okay. Or they could reward you exactly as they told you they sure, would. Sure, because people, especially in Game of Thrones, always do what they're going to say or say what they're going to do. Well, the thing that... that no, it, do what they're going to say. They, he, he was making the point that people always assume that because the king is the king, that whatever the king says, because he rules supreme, will be. And and then you think, well, the people who believe in God would, would say that the, the priest is the one who is going to be the king of kings, because who rules more than the, the rule of God, right? Yeah. And then there's the richest man in the kingdom, because he Money can make talks. you yeah, yeah richer than anybody. Make all your You can buy the swords that you need to defend yourself, stuff like that. The point, I think, that he was making was that nobody knows who's going to live or die, except for the guy with the sword, which means the guy with the sword is the one with all the power. And and none of these people have any idea. I think that was my answer. <laughs> well, you were saying kill all of them, but then, you know, the guy with the sword doesn't get anything. Yeah, I see what you're saying. No, it's all perceived power. It's all power we've applied. Exactly, until somebody with a sword shows up. Yeah. And what makes what makes a king so powerful? The number of swords that he can hire yeah. in order to defend. It's the same with the rich person. The priest, I don't know, not so much. Although during the crusade, the crusades, oh, crusades, you could get yeah people to do what you want. So yeah. <laughs> well, for the promise of heaven. Huh? For the promise of uh, salvation. Yeah. Power. Yeah, the promise of wealth. Those are the things. Those are the things that attract people over the limits of their morals. Yep. Uh, which, you know, we see a lot of that, not quite in the Game of Thrones sense, but we see a lot of that now in our politics, in our, in our world. Well, I mean, if you put that like in a modern day sort of analogy or metaphor, whatever it is, the person in the middle has three stories 
uh, all embarrassing stories about the three men around him or her or them. And, you know, it's a takedown of the rich person. It's a takedown of the politician. It's a takedown of the priest. Ah, You know, what do they do? Right. And the, the people are all promising them something. But now the value is information. Right. Right. Like that person with all the three stories is going to be handed everything they want regardless. A sword of a different kind. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's, wow. Sword, so like is it. the plowshares for pens? Like uh, swords for plowshares. Yeah. But the pen is mightier than the sword. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's I just mixed those two metaphors. I love it. But, but I, think that's, I think that's an amazing translation. It's exactly what it is. It's, it's power of sorts, right? It could be the power of life and death, the power to destroy a reputation. I mean, that's, yeah. See, you can learn things from Game of Thrones, people. Actually, we can learn things from everywhere. So let's do that. I'd like to note that the outstanding narrator of the Game of Thrones audiobooks by George R.R. R. Martin is a man by the name of Roy Dotris. He's a phenomenal voice actor who brought these books to life for me. He was so good I'll actively seek out other books he's performed. That's all for this dose. Thanks for sharing a little bit of your day with us. <laughs>